Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting. Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by the Simpsons quotes that nobody gets anymore. Facebook page, nohomers.net, popculture.com.au and Podbean. I am Dando. I am Mitch and happy to be here. <laughs> We've got beers. It's taken me two and a half years to come, or maybe not that long, it's taken me the best part of two years to figure something more than I am Mitch. I am Mitch. Frankly, it's, it's I'm, a good catchphrase though. Frankly, I'm not happy with how Speaking it of catchphrases, Bart gets famous. Yeah, I know. It was a perfect catchphrase week <laughs> for the podcast. I, I was trying to, it was great actually when... This is the first time ever that I've been prepared for when you're going to ask me if I have any final words. I usually go, oh, ah, mm, yeah. let me think. Yeah. And I crop out that two I, minutes Because I forget about it every two minutes, <laughs> two seconds. I'm an improvisational genius, but um, I forget about it every single week. But this week, as I was doing the episode, I went, yes, final words. Yes, final words. Are they going to be your final words? Just final words. Final words. <laughs> <laughs> With that exact inflection. Yeah. Final words! We need to thank uh, everything I learned from Movies Podcast. They're sponsors of us on Patreon. We do, on Patreon. Thank you very much to the guys there. Uh, also, who frequently have beers. Yes, so if you love beers and you love listening to movie reviews, check out everything I learned from Movies Podcast. You can find them on Podbean and other podcast apps. What are some things you've learned from movies, Dando? I learned to don't turn a torch on when there's a fucking T-Rex outside the car. Yeah, definitely don't do that. I learned from Speed that the... University of Arizona, the um, I think I'm sure it was the University of Arizona with wildcats. Hmm. There's some like real life knowledge that I only know. You actually learn something. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like I've actually learned things from movies. I mean, if a T Rex does come, turning your torch on is probably not a good idea. So I did learn that as well. Yeah, no, wear a raincoat would be another <laughs> idea if a T Rex <laughs> does come. So, Bart Gets Famous, what did you think of the episode? You know, I really looked forward to watching this because it's been a very long time since I actually have. Mm. And I thought with my added knowledge of what goes on behind the scenes in that sort of entertainment that I would pick up on a lot more of the jokes. No? Turns out, not as much. There wasn't much that I didn't already pick up on the first time, but still loved the walking through the halls of Studio 6. Studio 6? Channel 6. Well, it's Krusty Lou Studios it's referred to now. So okay. I was a bit confused by that. I'm pretty sure it said... Or maybe it was Channel 6. Yeah. Because it it's Channel 6 News. Yeah. So, Krusty Show airs on Channel 6. Anyway. Whatever it was. I feel like that could that could be a spin-off show in its own right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the Bumblebee Man was a bit sort of... Uh, I love the Bumblebee Man. Non-canon here. He, had, he wasn't the... Is he Hispanic? True. Yeah, Hispanic normally, and here he's just we find out Hispanic. he's an English actor playing Hispanic. Yeah, um, it was hilarious. Kuala, was, Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. Ay, Chihuahua! Yeah. I love the... Um, that's one of my trivia questions ruined. Okay. Um, <laughs> I loved the director in that scene. Yeah, um, his name is one of my trivia questions. Oh, I, I didn't have the name, but I, just because I loved it. What's the matter, love? Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, it's Ethan. Ethan, all right. 
But yeah, I, this was always one of my favourites as a kid. And uh, same as you, I hadn't seen it for a very long time. Yep. And it's just as, I enjoyed it just as much as I did when I was a kid. But I expected to enjoy it more, I think, now. Yeah. Same as yeah, you, not, it, so, not so much. I just thought there would love it. But. I just thought there would be more that I hadn't picked up on the first time. Yeah, but it, it's most. There's not much that's under the surface on this episode, but it's all very, very good. What Swartzwater was going for with the overall episode was the take on catchphrases and how mm. fickle show business can be. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Yeah, yeah, I was, and you know, these days even more so than what it was back then. I, and now it can happen to. Well, I guess it did happen to Bart in the in a sense of the fact that he's a nobody that gets cast into the limelight. And you think this year there was the Cash Me Outside girl. How about that chick? Whatever. Who? I don't know. <laughs> Cash Me Outside bro. Whatever the fuck. How about that? How about that? <laughs> um, that, you know, everyone's saying that for like two weeks. and then If that. If that. And then it's gone. Um, you cast your mind back a couple of years to Australia. chick wanted Chewbacca? No, I was going to say the chick, chick, boom. Oh, girl. God, yeah. That I think she ended up on like the fucking project or something. Yeah. Because someone put a camera in her face, she said chick chick boom, everyone went nuts about it. Or to go back a few years further, the um so, you know, hide your daughters, hide your husbands, because the they're raping everybody out here. <laughs> they're raping everybody, eh? <laughs> now that one stands the test of time. That is the greatest thing I've ever seen. That remix man but, <laughs> is climbing in your windows. But what's really interesting about those sorts of people is that ultimately it's not like they're putting themselves out there to become famous. Like particularly the chick chick boom. That was just some candid, social media. A candid thing that she said on the streets and yeah, social media takes off. Which but, is funny because this episode was before social media. It is. Yeah. It's very prescient prescient. I always know how to write that word but not to how to say it. P R E S C I E N T. That one. You guys can make up your own pronunciation. But it's they're not people that are trying to be like, you know, so I came up with this chick chick boom catchphrase. How awesome am I? But like they say it and then the world takes it on. Like I, I use the world loosely, but everyone yeah, is yeah. like, oh, chick, chick, boom, chick, chick, fucking great, retweet, hashtag, chick, chick, boom, this is amazing. And then like after two weeks, they're like, chick, chick, boom, that's so old. I can't believe that that's the only thing she ever came up with in her life. I'd be like, she didn't, just, she wasn't putting it out no. there. You did it. Like, but then we blame the person. She was just talking. We blame the person that everyone was hooked on for, I don't know, for existing. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're the reason. Yeah. It's so fucking... You know, it's it's a real shit part of society. It's one of the downfalls of social media. And I was excited to, you know, to be able to say that after watching the episode, to be able to go... You sat there, it was boiling inside of you. <laughs> it was. I was like, we're all fucking awful people. I mean, we're not awful people, but everyone else We try there, not to be anyway. People we're talking to, probably. Very pretentious people, though. No, I'm not pretentious. <laughs> what am I drinking? Carlton Dry? Is that okay? Could there be a less pretentious beer? <laughs> I think uh, TV used to be more based off of catchphrases. So you had the um, like Andy Kaufman in Taxi. Mm. He used to have the "Thank you very much." Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Shazam! Yeah, <laughs> just it was, it was so many catchphrases from seventies, eighties. I think fucking was more Little prominent. Britain computer says no. Yeah, all that shit. Like it's. I mean, it probably was more prominent seventies and eighties. Kim, look at me. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I feel like a lot of shows. And it really happened in the late 90s and early 2000s where it was like they were trying to retrofit catchphrases. Like, they'd build the show around the catchphrases. Hello, Newman. Yeah. Actually, English comedy would have... Like, Tony Martin would make fun of this all the time, but, you know, the catchphrase would be the fucking name of the show. Yeah. um, Oh, no, it's Selwyn Froggett is one where, you know, this guy was always up to schemes and he'd walk into a bar and someone was like, oh, no, it's Selwyn Froggett. And that's the whole premise of the show. Didn't you have a show like called Hail Hitler or something once? Were um, they, they going to say that? Hail honey, Hail honey, I'm home. And you Hail tried to, honey. He's going to walk in every time and say that though, wouldn't he, on the show? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he'd give her like a little camp wave. <laughs> Hi, honey, I'm home. Hi, honey. Um, oh, that that was on news.com.au the other day. Actually. Really? Yeah. Like there were the, what? Well, no, honey. Yeah. Like a story about this sitcom. Was, wait, was this made. an actual? I thought it was the one you were going to make up. No, no, no. That existed. Real? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. This is a BBC uh, or maybe BBC Two or something like oh, that. I, but well, I thought you I was, can find it on YouTube. The, the full pilot is on YouTube. I always thought that you just. Had I the show promise that- you, it is <laughs> fucking hilarious. If not, it, like, if really inappropriate. You sent me the link for the Conan O'Brien sitcom too. Look well. Yeah. Yeah. Tell people once again to listen to that. To watch that, That's people good. watch. Look well, you watch Adam it. West. How great best. is it? Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Watching Adam West as an ex ex employed actor running acting masterclasses by watching like playing his own tapes. Yeah, <laughs> and then they're talking about what he did, and then getting two people to recreate the scene. Now, which one of them matched my intensity? <laughs> it's fucking great. The show's written by Conan O'Brien, so you know it's going to be good. Did you see this episode as sort of a take on the Bartmania? Oh yeah, massively. So yeah. I mean. Very much called out from the fact that even Bart himself is whistling the Simpsons theme song yeah. when it comes in. There's that little meta gag. A lot of, of meta gags throughout yeah. the whole episode. It's a, yeah, it's very much about how the show took off and was everywhere. Yeah. What was your favourite moment? Which you could almost draw a line and say they were trying to predict their own downfall that one day they would go to where and no one would laugh anymore. Potentially, yeah. Swartzwater is a genius, right? Um, my favourite moment... Because I love a good tantrum is Kemp Brockman refusing to read the news without I a Danish. I had a feeling it was going to be that. <laughs> so good. <laughs> you know that Harry would have loved it because Harry loves finding those little moments in news readers and stuff like yeah. that. And um, was I know I'm on. Tom, I don't care. Tom Brokaw <laughs> having like a 50-minute discussion about whether or not he should or shouldn't wear a coat oh, before yeah. doing a live Was it Bill cross. O'Reilly that had a rant? Bill O'Reilly had the we'll do it live. Yeah. yeah. Fucking do it live. Do it live. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> So good. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, Harry would have loved. Yep. But it, and the little bit before that, like Kuala Lim, Kua, France. Yeah. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> I love that he says it. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite moment. I have two here. It was, t- it was tough to decide. Uh, do you work here, little boy? Yep. Then go right in, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and Homer's rant on poor people. Oh, Who yeah. Who wants to help poor people? Nobody. Yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty great. It reminded me of um, this Doug Anthony All-Stars song about okay. the poor, in which Paul McDermott, I think the opening line is, um, it's very tongue-in-cheek, obviously, but it's like, the poor are poor because they're boring and there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that it comes out of absolutely nowhere and the family's response is, yeah. well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did I ever do for you? Nothing. <laughs> What can they pay you? Nothing. So, uh, trivia. Which family member ends up sucking the pacifier in the couch gag? Oh, uh, March. March, nailed it. Which school got to visit Toy Town? Was it Capital City? Yes, it was. Well done, sir. I remember reading that. Notice that the buses had the white strip on it for this episode for some random reason. No, I didn't notice Springfield Elementary usually has just Springfield Elementary written in black text. But all the buses had a white strip down the side with the writing on it. Maybe to make it stand out? Yeah, possibly. sure. What places do the Springfield kids pass on the bus? So you just said oh, one of them. Toy Town. I didn't actually read the others. Okay, so I was too we busy reading the buses. The fireworks testing range mm-hmm. and the slide factory. Well, okay. What were the other two schools outside of Capital City? There were two other I'm schools. I'm not sure. Uh, Shelbyville and I think one that was called, correct me if I'm wrong, Spittletown. Okay. Spittle. Spittle. All right. Where are boxes assembled, according to oh. the manager? Okay. I'm not going to look. Was it Nashville? No. Damn. Michigan. Michigan. Flint, Michigan. Flint, Michigan. That's right. <laughs> oh, we don't want to sample the boxes. <laughs> when we get to see a finished box, sir? 
Do any of these boxes hold cami? No, we only we only manufacture boxes that hold nails. <laughs> Where did the box factory begin? What was the first step towards the box factory? Uh, applying for a business name or something? Yeah, or a business form 637 slash A. What's the director of Bumblebee's show's name? I said that, Ethan? Uh, what type of box did Homer find Bart's hat on? Oh, it was like... Because uh, Bart says it. Corrugate, corrugated Double 12 corrugated, gauge. Double corrugated, 8-fold, 14 gauge. 14 gauge. Okay. <laughs> you got the gauge and the corrugated. Yeah, right? I, I got two words out of the eight. Correct. That's got to count for something. When Bart is recording, I didn't do it. Mm. There is a um, a gold record on the wall Ooh. in the recording studio. Which artist? Not MC Hammer? No. No, who is it? Bleeding Gums. Really? Yeah, Bleeding yeah. Gums has a gold record. Nice touch. Where is Krusty signing autographs? Or supposed to be signing autographs, but Bart signing them. Is he near Krusty Burger? Monstro Mart. Oh, okay. So Made up for the episode, obviously. Yep, gotcha. Oh, is it the place where it has giant... <laughs> the giant honey lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I killed her. Uh, oh, no, my other one's already been answered. That sucks. It was Where Where was the tidal wave? Oh, Lumpa. Yeah. Yep. France. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, for me, what was Bart's original line that he was supposed to say before he wrecked the set? Oh. Oh, I am waiting for a bus. I'm waiting for a bus. Yeah. So, a few facts about the episode before we get into the full review. Uh, the catchphrase was intended to be a throwback to Krusty Gets Busted. When Krusty turns around and says, I didn't do it. Oh, okay. Mm. Clever. Long, long ago. But yeah, I, that's probably my favorite episode from season one. It's a mm. great episode. Conan's parts were written before he actually got to the show, the late night, and it was recorded just after. Yep. So, they sort of took a punt, assuming that he was going to... Maybe was, They were pretty confident that yeah, he was going to get it. Well, he's, he's Conan O'Brien. Mm. And Brad Bird wanted oh, well, the box. Back then, he was only Conan O'Brien, but he's still Conan O'Brien. Yeah, I know, but you know, before you're someone, you're no one. But he's a very talented man. Yeah, there are a lot of very talented men that don't <laughs> run tonight shows. <laughs> Brad Bird, who was a consultant for the episode, wanted the box factory to actually be very lively, and the showrunners didn't didn't want to. Well, they went the right way. They went yeah. They it didn't need to be... One of the times that Brad Bird's wrong. Yeah. Because it needed to be as mundane the, as possible. The one. Yes. The only one. Maybe Tomorrowland was... Uh, actually, I enjoyed Tomorrowland as much as it didn't do huge business. Which... Is that a show? Yeah. George Clooney. Movie. No, I never watched it. Okay. I mean, no. It came out two years ago? One and a half years ago? Something like that? Okay. It's a worthwhile watch without being a brilliant movie. Just if you've got something to do. Yeah. Nothing to do you for You've got nothing hours. to do for two hours. Watch Tomorrowland and don't judge me. Okay. I watched Gravity with George Clooney. Oh, God. That's so good. Yeah. That's not involving Brad Bird. I know. That's just George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> so, the original air date was February 3rd, 1994. Chalkboard gag. My homework was not stolen by a one-armed man. Mm, big fugitive reference. Obviously, The Fugitive, starring Harrison Ford Is and Tommy Lee Jones. what it's referring to? Of course. Released How did in I not pick up on that? Released in 1993. Yep. And the couch gag. The family collides when running and lands to the couch. is one big mass of just a mess. And yeah, that's it. Morning, uh, the episode kicks off... In the morning, and Homer's reading his horoscope. I love the fact that it's take the piss out of horoscopes here. Yeah. That today will be just like every other day. Yeah, and I then don't... doubling down with Homer, it just gets worse and worse. People actually buy into that shit. It's ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> I see some of my friends on Facebook posting their horoscopes today. I'm like, y- you're wrong. They? Yeah, get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's instant dismissal for me on Facebook. If I say any crap like that, gone. I'm going to post my horoscope tomorrow and see what happens. <laughs> You'll be no more. Be <laughs> you will not exist. Things. You will not exist. I will take down four finger discount. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll remove you as an admin. <laughs> Bart then walks in whistling the Simpsons tune, as we said, meta joke. And Lisa wonders why he's so happy. And yeah, Homer's sort of like, yeah, why are you the only one so happy? The only one here has the easiest Marge. Marge, why are you whistling that annoying tune? 
Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like the, it, Marge has got it easy here as she's down scrubbing the scrubbing floors. The floors. But says he's very happy because they're going on a field trip, and he tries to rub it into Lisa, but she doesn't care. Oh, this is such a great little vision of Lisa. Yeah, like in her happy place. Lisa in her happy place. It's like Happy is, Gilmore when he imagines the happy place. Yeah, except hers is a lifetime of study and, and killing a brother. academic achievement, <laughs> and that's how I eradicated all diseases. <laughs> yeah, and created world peace. Yeah, created world peace and something else. Mm, sounds like another Nobel. Oh, it sounds like another Pulitzer. Yeah. and then yeah, like kicks him on. Hmm. In Pale Bowman Nobel Peace Prize. How ironic. Doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> then Bart tries to snap her out of it. Wake up, Lisa, wake up. She doesn't want to go anywhere. Why? I'm so happy here. <laughs> then we catch to the school and Skinner is going to reveal where they're going on the field trip. Ooh. I love that even Mrs. K is disappointed. Yeah. Not oh. the Bugs Factory again, really, Seymour. Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> so Bart says, screw this. I'm going to use my mind to fantasize yeah. something more else. And a can't. box factory. Yeah. <laughs> I love how quickly he gets angry at TV and then succumbs to TV. Just, well, if you can't beat it, join it. <laughs> Martin and Skinner are very excited by the news of going to the box factory once mm. again. I love that they've been there before, but yeah. they're just as excited. Yeah, racing off the bus to get in. That's what I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, there's another great subtle bit. It's when they do the, the tour of the office. Um, and Skinner goes, Skinner mm-hmm. goes, hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Can he just hear it? But it's so yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> I've got here. Skinner gets excited just getting off the bus. But uh, the feeling of the whole box factory though is just hilarious. It's yeah. just so dull. Like, they absolutely nailed it. The box factory guy is fantastic. Kesslenada plays the box factory guy. Yeah, right. But just everything he says so is just well. It's so deadpan, isn't it? Yeah. This room is the most popular part of our tour. It's just like the other rooms. Yes. But with one important difference. Oh, we took that out. Yes, it is just like the other rooms. Now, here's my office. If you will direct your eyes to the floor, you'll see a yellow line. Follow it. It will lead you around my desk and back out the door. I Bart, I love that, like Bart talking to him, desperate to find anything interesting. Yes. It's like... Has anyone's eyeball ever been popped out? It's <laughs> just, just trying to find something. I like that the guy gets annoyed too. I yeah. don't know what you think this is, but we just make boxes. I don't know what boxes. kind of factory you think this is. <laughs> we just make boxes here. <laughs> but yeah, as I said, the correct decision was made to make the box factory as boring as possible because the comparison yep. is as to why Bart would want to go to Crusty Blue Studios. Yes. So one of the kids points it out and they see it a little bit earlier on. So then Bart sneaks out and he's going to make... It's one of those jokes where they... Or sort of in that. It's not... Uh, well, this it's in not, itself is a slight fugitive reference as well, I'm sure. Does she go in the... She, he. Hey, sorry, he, sorry. I am sure. I'm of double jeopardy, sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, you just stuck on Tommy Lee Jones yeah. and went with that. <laughs> I'm sure that there is a moment towards the end of The Fugitive where he's in like a laundry scene. I don't think he hides in laundry to sneak out, but there is, I'm positive of this. Hides in something? There's like a, yeah. It's been done in many movies It has before. been done in many movies, but I just, I thought it was a second link. Here it doesn't work. No. Because no one comes to take the laundry. <laughs> Bart just gives up and just goes, ah, screw it. Just yeah. walks out the door. That's only two feet away. You can subtly see the door as he gets yeah. into it. And then it cuts in and reveals it. Walks across the road and goes, do you work here, little boy? Oh, he's talking to him like he's a, like a baby. Yeah. Yes. Well, then go right in, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so then it cuts everyone looking for Bart at the box factory. Yep. Did you notice what the kids were doing in the background? No. They were playing on a forklift. Ah, oh, hilarious. <laughs> well, maybe he was up there. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Skinner then tries to I've got this. Yep. I've got this. <laughs> I know what to do. <laughs> Simpson, I'm giving you to the count of three. One, two, three. Well, that's everything I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've used a gag similar to that before. 
Well, I'm all out of ideas. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's Wiggum says it. Well, I'm yeah. all out of ideas. Yeah, I can't remember what it's uh, what it Bowery follows, says it just like yes. that. Yeah. Then Mrs. K says, "Well, we're going to have to call his parents." Yeah. One of the most iconic moments of all time. Yeah. Just a minute. Don't hang up. No answer at home. I'll call his father. Just a minute. Don't hang up. Hello. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Why is it so funny? Because of just how well, stupid it is. That yeah, there's a couple reasons. The, I mean, the fact that they they set it up with Marge at coming home, coming in the, the shower as she should. This is the phone. Doing that weird thing that people would do where they yell out to the phone. Like you can hear. Yeah. Them. Like yeah. when we watch television, watch, I watch football. I yeah. scream at the TV. They can't yeah. hear me. Yeah. No. I, ch- I say, "Oh, good kick, mate. Good kick." They can't hear me. I say, "Shut the fuck up, Wayne Carey, yeah. you idiot! <laughs> Stop making stupid comments and being paid for them. You're making me mad." If only he could hear you. Continue. So, right. um, the gag. Yeah. So, like, anyways, yeah. She, she runs out. So, like, oh, we better try the father. It's just that the fact that he's doing the exact same thing at in, work in the least likely scenario possible. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, but then follows it up with, "You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel." Now, you know what? Actually, you know what occurred to me for the first time ever. And some people might roll their eyes and go, "Yeah, no shit." But I'm a guy. I have short hair. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel because if you've got like, if you're a woman and you've got long hair, you put a towel wrapped around your head. Which might cover your ears. That's why you would have to speak up. Maybe I've never even thought of it like that. No, because you're also a man with short hair. Shortish hair. I need a haircut, but yeah. Well, let's not get into grooming. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, like that occurred to me. I was like, oh, of course, it's not just a stupid thing to say. Yeah, they do cover their ears, don't they? Yes, yes, they do. Sometimes for days on end. Like my, like some. I swear, my mother when I was a kid, she would have a shower and just would, the towel would be there for like a month. <laughs> just hanging out And then she'd eventually Get around to blow drying it <laughs> Bart's walking through the studio And he just has that This is how every kid Imagines what it would be like To walk through a TV studio mm. Just he's in awe of everything Yeah And we see the Bumblebee man He breaks character Yeah he's just, He doesn't find the gag funny Yeah It's just the same old tired thing Yeah Every day What if we put a giant bu- A giant mousetrap on you I like it <laughs> so, I love it <laughs> <laughs> Homer is then raced to the box factory. Good father. He's been given the terrible news that they've lost yep. his kid. Then he sees Bart's lucky red hat yep. appear in a box. Yep. My boy's a box. <laughs> Damn you, a box. <laughs> is that kind of like the, you blew it up? Is it kind of taken off that? I know they take off that well, in, they're, in they're taking Deep Space Homer. But yeah. Um, to, I guess without saying you blew it up. It's without, just that kind of pose. It's that, that kind of delivery. Yeah. You maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> Bart is then eating a Danish. He's walking around and he hears over his crusty complaining that someone stolen. Someone stole his Danish. And oh, the guy gets fired for it. Someone, someone steal it or someone take the or last they, one. Well, it wasn't his, but yeah, the Danish. There's is no gone. Danish is left. Yeah, yes. Bart realizes, uh oh. Yeah. So then he goes to steal Brockman's. But before he yeah. does, we get the we've just, yeah the bit we've already spoken about. Yeah. Let's just play it. Tragic news tonight: 120 dead in a tidal wave in Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur, France. Yoink. Yoink. So good. I love that he s- just says yoink. <laughs> There's something Didn't to the me. Did the create yoink as a thing? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I remember reading somewhere that yoink was first used in The Simpsons. Okay. There's something to me about, I don't know why, but I've just always loved watching newsreaders practicing words before going on air. Like those little, yeah, that sort of stuff. <laughs> There's one in Frontline with, um, it's so simple, but he's just off camera having a hard time saying the word investigative. 
Just investigate. Brooke Vandenberg there with that investigative report. (laughs) But it's just like, I don't know. It's because there is such a false pretense about reading the news. This guy, like, sitting on a desk and being all prim and proper. But as soon as the camera's not on, he's just a person. He doesn't have any fucking special. wearing shorts under the desk. Doesn't have any special command of what's going on. He's just an average Joe. So, yeah, I just love the koala. France. Yeah, he just changes it. So good. <laughs> Yoink. And it's such a true thing. Like, who's going to give a shit? America. Exactly. <laughs> Especially Springfield. <laughs> but then gives the Danish to Krusty and reveals that... Oh, he starts eating it. He's enjoying it. Reveals yeah. that it was stolen from Kent Brockman. Enjoys yeah. it even more. Then goes, wait a minute. <laughs> he didn't touch it, did he? Yeah. Nope. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't remember Bart. So, he says, yeah. who are you, kid? Yeah. And it's similar to Mr. Burns not remembering Homer. Who Homer is, yeah. It's like... But- I got you out of jail. I reunited you with your father. I saved your career. Yeah. What have you done for me lately? I got you that Danish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. <laughs> After you just forgotten everything. Then throws Bart the towel. What movie is this from? Is it, is it, is it a movie? Ooh. Don't know. It's like a boxer throwing his it towel. It is a dramatic it? kind of shot through the air, but I, I couldn't pick I'm it. pretty sure it's a boxing-related film yeah. of some sort. And... But oh my god! Wow, no. a giant clown, giant clown tissue, hanky or something. Or something? Yeah. yeah, it's a towel, you yuts. Yeah, I love yuts. Yes, how good is that? Is I got to start using that as an insult more often. So he is appointed Bart. He's as his assistant. Yep, without any consulting from these parents. I suppose Bart still has to get permission from his parents. But mm. how cool would that be? To I don't be... think Krusty cares about that element. No, no, no. How cool would it be to be the assistant of like your hero? No, not very. Or maybe it might. Well, what would not? So if Luke right. Hodge said you can be my personal assistant, you'd say no. You just got to make sure he doesn't have a few drinks before he goes for a drive. That kind of stuff. I'm not a miracle worker. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Didn't, didn't your captain actually lose his license recently? Speeding, yeah. 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 Hodgie Hodge only copped a couple demerit points, so let's not get all <laughs> fucking judgy over <laughs> road safety. I don't care anyway. <laughs> uh, we then get to your favourite moment from the episode, so I'll let you discuss it or elaborate on it. Yeah, well, cut back to Brockman. Just sitting there grumpy. and I l- it's, it's such a diva thing. And I love that they go back to it. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. it's... It, it, the gag had finished. Yeah. Realistically, it, it, it was fine. Just it didn't touch it, did he? That could have been enough. But the fact that they go back to it, just have that. It makes Channel 6 Studios feel so much more real and lively that they cut back and they you see the ramifications of what's been going what, on. Or what Bart did five minutes yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, man. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't read the news until I get my dish. <laughs> Rules to live by. Yeah. <laughs> I would totally be like that. Like... I don't know if it would be a Danish for me, but if I was ever any level of celebrity, like, you know how you have wacky writers, like, you know, fucking... Certain colour M&Ms and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have that, but I would be very much... Like, if I had an assistant, three coffees by 11am would be the standard Really? Rule. You have that much coffee on a standard day? If I was doing this, if I needed to be fucking oh, but- lively... Oh, so on a standard day, no. But, but if I could just be like, Denise, <laughs> could you go get me a latte, please? Don't go to fucking Tony's on the corner, okay? They burnt the milk, and I am not dealing with that. <laughs> Why don't you hire an assistant for a week just to see what it's like? Or get, go to like Fiverr or something. Mm. That could be fun. <laughs> Any of our listeners want to be Mitch's assistant for a week? You know, people yeah. are going to take us up. Anyone on this. close by? Anyone want to do my bidding for me? If they get back to us and say yes, would you allow? What? Do you reckon I could get like playing golf? Could I get someone just to do be just, okay. to, just to make my putts? <laughs> like. <laughs> Make your putts. Yeah. <laughs> Just a long putt. Uh, I can't be bothered lining be your, that up. Be your Smithers. Yeah. Yeah. Stand in for These me. are not eggs. No, these are not balls. They are reptile eggs. As I go wait on the next tee, smoking a cigar, just ready to crush the next bomb. 
<laughs> so we get back from commercial. And randomly, Marge and Lisa are just sitting in the land room reading a book. I suppose they had to have them doing something. Well, yeah, I suppose. Homer walks in. I've got some terrible, terrible news. And I love he's still carrying the box with the red yeah. hat on it. <laughs> like he's treating it's it like it's a human way. being. Yeah. Like this, this is yeah. our child now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bart then walks in, realizes that he's fine. Ooh, nothing. And then Bart points out that the box type. So he's actually mm. learned something at the box factory. And Marge says, oh, it could be. She actually thinks there's a career in being a box maker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's the dream. But then Bart reveals that he's been made an assistant of Krusty and he's yeah. got a new job. And Marge is instantly concerned. Mm. And Lisa shuts him down. Well, Marge says, you're only 10. And Lisa's like, this is where we get the rant. Lisa goes, well, I'm only eight and I have a job helping the helping homeless. homeless people. And, and it, I want to play the clip. Okay. It's not a job. It's a waste of time. What could poor people pay you? Nothing. What satisfaction you get from helping them? None. Who wants to help poor people anyway? Nobody. I don't know why I love it so much. <laughs> you know, I love the way it starts of like, his line, that's not a job, sets you up to <laughs> that's think. That's not a job. To think... That's not a job you're volunteering. Yeah. Like, that's not a job. It's a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can they pay you? Nothing. <laughs> they do it so, like, it's such a, it's it's like, you know, pistol whipping a blind kid. It's such a fucking easy target that yeah. normally this would just come off as so cruel and insensitive. It wouldn't work on any but, other show. But it somehow really they managed to just pull the strings that you don't feel like they're being unnecessarily mean. And no other character could pull this off, I don't think. Very, very few. I'll try and think of another character. Ari Gold. Ari Gold. No, I mean on Simpsons. On The Simpsons. I was going to say, Ari in Entourage could make this rant. Um, You reckon? Yeah, because Ari is able to say dick things and you still like him for it. Yeah, true. But you like him him for being a dick. Yeah, that's true. Homer does... Yeah, you watch Homer say this and you don't actually think he's being a dick. You just think he's being an idiot. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you don't realise what he's saying is actually very cruel. So then Homer says that he once had a job. Mm. Tells Marge, don't worry about it. I once had a job when I was younger. And he's a band. <laughs> One man band. Yes. Next to Giuseppe and Papepe. I love that. <laughs> Buzz off, Giuseppe. <laughs> Go for the face. <laughs> and then it, it cuts back from the dream, and Homer's just completely just lost it. Yeah. You can have your you own electric 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 guitar, guitar just like me. Yeah, this is great, the, Dad. The, the but pa- the conversation was about whether or not I could get a job. A gig, son. When you're a musician, it's called a gig. Patronizing. Yeah. But he's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> get back to the studio, and Bart's still soaking it all in. Now, this is sort of a plant for later on. When he's asked the guy, well, you must love this place. And he says, I wish I was dead. Yeah. So, Bart hasn't re- sort of experienced so, his experience yet. Yeah, it's still the magic. Yeah. Like, yeah magical it's all new to him. time for Bart, yeah. It's the honeymoon period. Krusty then says, this is the birthplace, birthplace of magic. Don't listen mm. to him. Now go clean my toilet. Yep. Oh, I don't know what I was thinking last <laughs> night. <laughs> Bart's reaction, like facial expressions, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I don't think I've told this story on the podcast. Um, a story I heard from Pete Smith uh, about Graham Kennedy. That Who was Pete Smith, sorry? Pete Smith was the sale of the century guy. Legendary voiceover man for Channel 9, one of the longest standing employees in, in Australian TV history. Um, so back in the 70s, at the peak of Graham Kennedy could do whatever the hell he wanted. He um, They organised a trailer for him, which is virtually a caravan, mm. um, but it wasn't plumbed, it wasn't connected. So they're like, this is your trailer. It's like, now, Graham, we haven't got the plumbing connected yet, so you, the one thing you can't, like, you just can't use the toilet, okay? Um, now, apparently, or was it Pete? Bert Newton might have actually told this story now that I think about it. He's like, but apparently you didn't tell Graham what to do. So by the just purely because he was told not to use the toilet, after about two and a half weeks, they realised that he'd been almost exclusively shitting in the toilet that had no plumbing connected. And like How could some, you go back in there? Some fucking maintenance guy from Channel 9 had to, you know, have the, the task that no one else would do. Some coffee mule. Go in and, yeah. 
empty the commode. Oh my. But how could you go back in there after like three days? The smell. It would just fester. I presume he didn't spend any time there. Just went in, did his business and then left. Like those plugs. Yeah. <laughs> went for it. <laughs> I can, I can kind of see you doing that. Yeah. If I had that level of fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you had that yeah. much power. Yeah. You can't fire me. <laughs> <laughs> I run this town. <laughs> Take a dump on Kerry Packer's desk. <laughs> <laughs> in a cup. And <laughs> serve it to him on a dish. <laughs> With a cookie. So, alrighty, we've lost track. Bart's still soaking it all in. So, yeah, then Bart's trying to show his friends and prove to his friends that he's... Trying to prove that he's in the credits, which he actually is. Yes. When he freeze frames it, you can see Bart Simpson yep, in yep. that title. But they don't believe him because yeah. classic back in the day when... Well, is, I, want, I don't watch commercial TV anymore, so I don't know if it still happens. I don't know if they put it on that crazy angle, but they would, they'd would they still have like maybe an inset thing while the credits just get squished. I think they do, especially on Channel 10. I remember they used to do it quite a bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> while Brockman is doing that classic news sell, spruiking the end of the world, basically, but, you know... We've found it. It's funny because it's, it's the, like this gag, this, this, they still do new stories about this. We've found yeah. a soft drink that can kill you. Yeah. Trying to be noble. Like, if it was legitimately that bad, you would tell everyone instantly. Yeah. It's like, we've like a soft drink that may prove lethal. You'll find out after sports and weather. After sports <laughs> and weather, yeah. <laughs> then uh, Bart's friends all beat him up, or Nelson punches him. Yeah. For ta- taking, taking credit, credit for other people's work. work. Then we get a great moment from Homer. It's okay, son. Who cares what a bunch of fourth graders think? You're doing what you want to do with your life. Nothing else matters. Thanks, Dad. That's great advice. Yep. Well, that's what got me where I am today. There, there. At the Monstro Mart, and it says Krusty's going to be signing autographs, but he's not. Did you notice Bart's doing it on his behalf? Bart is left-handed. No, I didn't. I don't know whether they meant to design it like that. I don't think he's always been left-handed. No. I don't know whether they meant it, but he in was. In fact, I'm pretty positive. I've, from, I've seen him right, be right-handed. Before. Yeah, he was, pulls, pulls he was a slingshot back with right hand. He was signing with his left hand. Mm. Must have been an animation error. Anyway, it's just your classic when you send your favorite celebrity a message and a letter, and they get yeah. a signed thing back. You think it's them signing it. It's yeah. their manager or whoever's yeah. paid to sign things or a stamp. But the girl, I love you, Krusty. Over there, yeah. <laughs> don't come near me. <laughs> Bart is then starting to really show the effects. He's really tired at school the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Here we get such a bizarre phone call. A reference to Clue Cluedo, in America yeah, or yeah. Cluedo yeah. in Australia. They just um, call it Clue over there, do they? It's only called Clue okay. there, yeah. Um, but yeah, Bart, I need your fingerprints on a candlestick. <laughs> Meet me in the conservatory. <laughs> it's all going to be okay. <laughs> Back then too, having your own cell phone, big deal. Yeah, huge. Yeah, He's on... Well, he's probably not on any money, but, you know, they're giving him some perks. At yep, the yep, yep. I don't get a work phone. This is 2008 or 17. But is then handing out everybody their food at the studio, gives what's the, Mr. Teeny a banana. Yeah. Gives a sandwich, like a Mal a sandwich. A sandwich with cheese on it. Yes. And that doesn't pay off well, does it? No. Mal goes full diva mode here as well. Oh, he's yeah. had two bites. I know. No oh, but trust me, if you're... I know about... Being lactose intolerant, but I know if Nicola even touches a peanut or a nut of any kind, it's not the same thing. <laughs> but uh, well, oh, isn't it? Uh, sorry, I like the way you giggled at yourself there. <laughs> no, it's not anaphylactic shock versus having a slightly upset tummy from lactose intolerance. Because he wouldn't have the same. Eat, thing. He wouldn't have eaten it. But, no. but but we're supposed to assume that he ate. Some. Yeah. yeah. But even still, don't be such a pig, Mal. Well, yeah. Chew before you swallow. Fucking have a look at your food. Eat like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets very sick, mm. and the rhyming is great. Come sit by the bathroom door. I want to yell at you some more. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a fucking, fucking, um, what do you call it? Dr. Seuss book. Sorry, I just dropped the microphone. <laughs> That's fine. I'll leave it. <laughs> uh, 
so Bart's just like, fuck this, I've had enough. You know, this is not what I thought mm. this job was going to be. You know, getting yelled at for handing out sandwiches, how was I supposed to know? Yeah. Then he's about to leave and Krusty says, but I need you for a skit. Bart can't believe it. Such a mouse dead. What? <laughs> dead or sick? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. And he wants to put him in the skit and Bart can't believe his luck. He's going to be actually on television just yeah. to say the one line, I'm yep. waiting for a bus. Yep. Um, screws it up royally Yes Completely screw- I like that no, Krusty walks him on stage it's Yeah just, Throw pies in for five minutes That's yeah. what the, the plan was Yeah but I am waiting for a but- Bang Yeah <laughs> Everything going I didn't do it Yes It's a nice moment I like that it's You know It's genuine reaction from him It's meant to be um, It's meant to be corny And as yeah. ridiculous Because the writers wanted you to think The most ridiculous line possible Would make him famous Yeah And I think they did I think this was a pretty corny line like, There's nothing to it there's no reason why this would, should make someone it famous. It would make it, like not it so much, would okay, be not corny, but it's real. just it's like it's a real reaction. I think you would get genuine laughter from that the first time it happened. Like, yes, I, I think it is believable enough. You, you wouldn't become famous from it, but if you were sitting in that studio and a little kid wandered out and did that, yeah, yeah. and then innocent like picture Macaulay Culkin, yeah, doing that I and turning around with "I didn't do it" as, an, as a re- would, legit response. Yeah, not a, would not bring the house down. Yeah. the first time. What about the crocodile came up, kid? Yeah, my guts yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. That sort of kid. Yeah. There's another fucking catchphrase, kid. <laughs> yeah. Head went that way, legs went that way. Yeah. Parts, pieces. <laughs> All the kid has to explain to the audience. What when parts I say parts, mean? I mean pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Genius, that little man. But as we said, but fucks it up royally, but then that makes him famous. Yeah. Krusty can't believe how lucky they were that it worked out well. And this just explains the difficulty of show business yeah. on how. He's about to fire him. Yes. And then. As the door opens, everyone, hey, it's that kid. He's mine. I owe him. And all the subsidiary rewrites. <laughs> I own him. <laughs> I like the, nothing is said at first, just the cigar falls out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you just cannot believe it. No words were needed. Another nice little, uh, it's almost, you'd call it a meta joke that to build up to the dramatic moment. Hold on, I want to finish this thought outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe, I never realized how late in the episode this part actually happened. Yeah. This was the second ad break. Yeah. I thought the whole episode was more about Bart being famous, but no, it's the last third. That's it. Now, Bart is known as the I didn't do it boy. He's got the like the, the setup lame sketch with the vase, that kind of stuff. So yeah. This yeah. is where they're sort of saying, Yeah, yeah. Like, it's so, you know, it's going to happen. It, yeah. wouldn't, it just wouldn't work. I suppose Seinfeld's version of a catchphrase was Kramer's entry. Well, Hello Newman. Hello Newman or as well. Get out. From Elaine and yeah. the shelf. There's quite Get- a few catchphrases. What, what, yada yada yada. What was no uh, soup for you? What was uh, stop me if you want? But um, what was George's catchphrase? Um, well, I know his dad was Serenity now. Serenity now. Uh, George didn't really have one. That Worlds I could colli- think of. Worlds of colliding was just it wasn't really a catchphrase. It was just yeah. one episode. He didn't say it all the time, did he? No. Did did think I say Serenity now in more than one episode? No, but it became known for it became a catchphrase. Yeah. In, yeah, like it was wasn't a catchphrase on the show, but it was a catchphrase for the show. I reckon "No in, Soup for You" is probably just about top. You don't need to be a Seinfeld fan to know "No Soup for You." Mm, exactly. Like even people who had never watched an episode of Seinfeld would be like, oh, "I've seen the Soup Nazi." Even Hello Newman wouldn't be as popular as "No Soup for You." No. Anyway, enough about Seinfeld. No, we we'll talk about that later. Not enough. About, <laughs> never enough about Seinfeld. <laughs> so. We get back from commercial, as we said, Bart's the I didn't do it boy. Got the I didn't do it dances. It's just completely yeah. blown out of proportion. That's hilarious. But the, the, the dances. Yeah. <laughs> this is called the I didn't do it dances. Snake and Apu are watching on TV. And it's sort of the this montage. This is funny. Of, it's similar to Bart's in a child, where everyone starts yeah. reacting the same way Bart. Yeah, did. it is similar. But yeah, so like, this is totally a gun. Was another, like, that in itself was kind of humorous. But then sets you up. I uh, didn't do it. <laughs> it just, it was like, I said it like the boy. Oh, he points it out. <laughs> yes, yes. So great. 
Um, what's the next one? Quimby. That we get? Quimby. First appearance of his wife. Yeah, drawn. Did you, did you spot the significance of his wife? The first lady. Yeah. Like JFK's wife. Drawn exactly yeah. like Jackie Kennedy. Yeah. yeah. Well, her outfit anyway. I'm not, I don't know. Similar hair. Similar hair, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. But he uses the excuse of, I didn't yeah. do it to get yep. out of cheating. cheating. Then we get Patty and Summer, the firefighters. I love, I love whenever Meg Quimby has the mayoral, the mayoral sash yeah. on the bedpost. On post. the bedpost, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like he's marking his territory. <laughs> the guy in the burning building, help yep. me. Yeah, As they're laughing about yep. the I didn't do it. Bart also has his own autobiography out now. Yeah, it came out quick. Yeah, exactly. And most of it's not about Bart. Or yeah. any of it's not about no, Bart. None of it's about him. <laughs> of course it is. I'm on the cover. See? <laughs> That's all that matters. The last two chapters were about the Oliver North trial. Yeah. Do you know what that no, is? I, no, I don't. But I'll look it up. Or do, have you already? I did look it up. I forgot to write the notes in it. It was something to do with war. Okay. <laughs> I can't, All right. I can't remember. It's on Wikipedia. It's grim and gleary. <laughs> it was late 80s. Very, very popular trial. Okay. Something to do with treaties and popular all that kind trial. of stuff. Very famous. Okay. Recognized trial. Say popular. Kind of like the OJ Simpson trial. It was okay. Just everyone knew about it. Yep. I didn't... By some recording, I didn't do it. To MC Hammer, can't touch this. Yeah. Is that MC Hammer in the booth? I don't know. I don't know enough about what his face looks like. Well, no, who I, else would it be? Is it not Rick James? I'm going to Google Rick James. I feel like if Rick James didn't have dreadlocks, it would be him. Yeah, I, I think it looks more like <laughs> Hammer than Rick James. <laughs> and it would not make a huge amount of sense have to you have seen, Rick James in there remixing, I can't, you yeah. can't touch this. Have you, yeah, yeah, it's MC. Yep. Have you seen um, Rick James Ch- Chappelle? Dave yeah, Chappelle singer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so good. So... After Bart's recorded his hit, well, a good transition here with the holding up that volume three. Yep. So there's three volumes of a yep. song's already come out. Grandpa's in line to meet Bart. Yeah. This, like, this joke didn't really go anywhere. I have to pay to meet my grandpa. Yeah, it didn't. I really. thought it was setting up for something, and then yeah. just no, nothing. It was yeah. just Grandpa complaining, and Krusty reveals Blames it on the Democrats. Yes, and Krusty reveals that you can also call the the Bart hotline. Yep. And it's just Barney's doing it. I reckon reused footage of that girl on the bed, but I don't know where from. Mm, possibly Corey hotline maybe Well she has the Corey poster In the background mm. Possibly I'm not too sure I'd be wrong But I reckon that it's been used before Yeah 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 I it, didn't do nothing This is my favourite shot Of the episode Everyone oh, looking at everyone Bart is, <gasps> Yeah <laughs> Just no one's saying anything I never thought I'd say this But shouldn't we be learning Because everyone's in awe Just say the line Bart <laughs> <laughs> That would have been awful Like if you were a famous kid And famous for something like that like, imagine if you were... Stop being typecast. Um, I was going to say Dougie. <laughs> Work hard, be good to your mother. Pizza guy. Imagine, well, actually, I don't, I don't know how old he would have been in that ad. Say you're 16. Imagine going to high school, being famous for the fact that you're in an ad where someone says to you, Work hard, be good to your mother. Every fucking hour, someone is going to come up and say that to you as if they're the first person ever to have done it. Apparently, everyone needs to come up to the Cheese Boys and always go, Cheese TV! Like, all day, every day. Yeah, right. And they were just like... Fuck off. Yeah, I'd punch. <laughs> I would punch someone in the head. <laughs> One of my favourite Simpsons memes I've ever seen to mm-hmm. this day involves this, sh- this shot. Yeah. Everyone looking at it and over Bart's face, it says, see the line, Winra. Yeah. And it is the pop-up. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. fucking gold. It is Must the buy this product. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll continue my free trial. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, Homer is an enticing Lisa to say something funny trying to because it's worked for Bart you know like uh, get two wizzle wazzle wizzle wazzle which is what Bart uses later on yeah now would that oh, we skipped over we skipped over by the way when Bart's handing out oh no is it when he's handing out the sandwiches at one point no no when he's at school he says I wish I was dead 
Ah, uh, yeah, right. That's his way of sort of... Yes. It's sort of, but anyway, getting back to Homer and Lisa. Uh, Bucka Bucka or Wizzle Wazzle. Is it, was that like a Muppets throwback? Because that sounds like something that Fuzzy Wuzzy Bear would say. Fuzzy Wuzzy Bear? Yeah. <laughs> Fuzzy Bear used to say Waka Waka? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Bucka Bucka. Yeah. Waka Waka. Funny Similar. sounds. Some yeah. Funny sounds. Yeah, yeah. Waka Waka. Bart overhears Lisa saying, I don't want to be known as some obnoxious fad. Yeah. And it's kind of... Tr- it's true. It is true. But it's mean. She wouldn't have said it if Bart was in the room. If she knew Bart was in the room. No, there'd be... Like, there's a hint of jealousy in Lisa. Not so much about Bart being popular, but about Bart being a form of unearned popularity. She likes to... The character of Lisa likes to say she's not jealous of Bart, but she is. Especially of... Yeah, but I think it's as much driven by her being disappointed in society. Mm. Like, you guys should be better than this. Yeah. But imagine all the the presents he can buy for her now. That's one thing they never discussed, was how much Mm. money he's making from this. He was like a global... Oh, he's like a, a sensation. Where's all the money? <laughs> For three days. Yeah, but he's got nothing. He's got three volumes. <laughs> anyway. Recording costs and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Of he probably owes the studio. MC Homer owes 80%. Yeah. Homer, we, tells, Homer tells yeah. Bart, don't worry about it. Like, don't listen to her. They yeah. said the same thing about her, Coley. <laughs> uh, that's not Lowe's kid. <laughs> I'm punch him right in the face. <laughs> I'd like to smack that kid. Um, I do love that. Just how quickly he turns. Yes. Midpoint. Bart is then trying to learn for the Conan show. I love oh, Homer here. This is a great Homer line. What the hell are you I, reading books for? Th- oh, no. no I, I want to show that I'm I'm more than a catchphrase. How do you figure, boy? Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and he points out, don't forget to say I didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. Even he knows. That's the, yeah, only, that's reason the only reason you go on that there. show. Yep, yep. Um, a little uh, yeah, dig about Conan here as well. Like, remember, after Leno, Leno I'm all laughed out. Yeah. It's kind of like... Uh, when you go to a gig of a musician who's been around for, say, 20 years. Yeah. And they say, this is one of my new tracks. He's like, just play the old ones. Like, I didn't come here for the new tracks. Mm, depends some, what, depend, depends what gig you're going to. For yeah. example, I went to see The Darkness yeah. about two years ago. It depends a lot. I on, want your first album and that's it. Yeah, I was going to say, it depends a lot on what the quality of that musician's yeah. work has been. If it was a Living End concert, then you'd be like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> but... If it was, like, say, I love the Whitlams and I love Tim Friedman, and generally, I really like whatever cover or whatever whatever it is he comes up with. I, I like hearing for the first time, because I've heard everything. I'm like, oh, shit, something new. That's kind of cool. You don't just like the songs. You like him. I like him, yeah. yes. So, he can do whatever he likes. So, so, I went to the Darkness concert to see the Darkness songs. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Whereas, when I went to see the Whitlams and he pulled out a cover of Randy Newman, um, emotion, Randy Newman's Emotional Girl, okay. I was like... Never heard this song before, but fuck, I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. there. I Nicola and I went to the 90s thing that was in Melbourne about mm. two months ago. And I had, um, oh, who was, Bewitched was one of the acts there, right? Oh. Right. They played new stuff. What? And, and everyone's like, are you kidding me? Just play CLV or whatever. That's all anyone knows. Yeah, they played new Say you songs. will, say you won't, say you're everything, uh, say you're something. Do what I don't. That's it, yeah. That one, yeah. yeah. They, they ended with that, but... For like like five hey, five songs, all new songs. Mama something something home for tea. Uh oh. Yeah. That, and they did the little, that, that they was did, all I knew. They the did a little jig and everything. But yeah. yeah, they sang new stuff. And everyone's just looking at each other like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like Eiffel 65 coming out with <laughs> I'm green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is all wrong. <laughs> so then Bart is going to Conan. Conan. And he's trying to be smart. Yeah. I like his suit. His little brown suit. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. He's trying to be all legit. It would have been great if he'd played the clip from Mac and Me. <laughs> that was the instant I fell in love with Paul Rudd. Yeah. Because I loved Mac and Me as a kid. And when I got older, I watched him like, well, this is dog shit. Listeners, if you haven't seen this, look up 
it's like a six and a half minute montage of Paul Rudd going on Conan O'Brien over the years. And every time he's on, he will, they were like, okay, you got a clip from your newest movie. And he will play the same bit of footage from Mac and me of the, the kid, kid the wheelchair. going off, going off the cliff in a wheelchair. Clearly a dummy. Every time deadpan and just like, and every, like, I love how every time he's got a different like little like, one where, um, He's there. He was supposed to be showing footage from his play, The Shape of Things, and then comes back. He's like, "What's amazing is that you would swear that was filmed outside." <laughs> Isn't there one where he starts like, playing a clip from something else and then cut straight Ant-Man. to Mac and me? He yes. does it with Ant Man yeah. of all things because he's like, "I'm. I wish I could do it, but you know, it's Marvel and that whole machine. So here's a clip from Ant Man. Plays about ten seconds of that before cutting straight to Mac, Mac and me. The kid going down the yeah. hill." <laughs> I love um, and Conan. He's like every time you promise me. <laughs> Not quite as funny as uh, Matt Damon and Kimmel, the recurring Not gag they have. Quite, it's pretty close. But they so their feud's still going. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's transcended into award shows. Have now. you seen the ultrasound one? No. Uh, I'll, I'll show you that after this. Okay. Good. Yeah. You know, Conan. I have a lot to say. I'm not just a one-line wonder. Did you know that a section of rainforest the size of Kansas has burned every single... Just do the line. I didn't do it. (laughs) Great material. We'll be right back. Sit perfectly still. Only I may dance. Even Conan with his... Just say the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's only one reason you're here. I'm so glad that Conan got immortalized in The Simpsons because he played a big part mm. in making the show what it became. Yeah. I feel like if he wasn't on that writing team, we wouldn't have like, the monorail, that, that kind of absurd comedy. No. Maybe eventually, but not as quick as... If he had not been there, we wouldn't have got it, I don't think. No. We would have had James L. Brooks saying, make it soppy. Make it yeah. about the family. Yeah, and I'm all about f- love. I'm all for that. Which is great. But, but it's great because it comes in... Like, not all the time. It's in, yeah. it's in special moments. Bart is then worried that he'll turn out to be a nobody and imagines himself on Match Game. Match Game 2034 with Billy Crystal and Farrah Fawcett and Spike Lee. Yes. And then other people I've not well, heard Billy of Billy Crystal's still a star. I feel like maybe back then they thought that he was going to be... Is he a star? He's not a star. I'll tell you what, he's still But he's still, still respectable. Respected. Yeah. Yes, he's yeah. still respected. Yeah, Billy yeah. Crystal turns up somewhere. I'm like, holy shit, it's Billy Crystal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never... Billy Crystal It will never be the butt of a joke. No, exactly. Spike Lee, on the other hand. Yeah, more so. <laughs> Who's the chick that goes <laughs> at Bart? She, I don't let's, know. Let's play the game. Couldn't tell who she was. It's very. Um, it's where Futurama starts from. Then with the like the floating heads of the, the jar, idea for yeah. It, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Marge then says it's time to get ready. Now, what, what was Bart just, was just hanging out in his bedroom? Was he in the dark? Pretty much, he just refused. Well, he was just shutting himself out of the world. Yeah, it's like I'm not going on. Marge has a really nice line here. Um, that you know you're making people happy, and that's not yes, easy I, to do. That, yeah, yeah, and that's where that's what gets him out of the rut. And that, if nothing else. Cuts through like it's so easy to pour criticism and hate on something, but if people like something, at the end of the day, if you're not hurting anybody, let them like it. Yeah, yeah. and don't. So it's a lesson that I need to learn from time to time. And Australia has a very bad case of tall poppy syndrome, massively. So if someone's doing something that's, you not should ha- hear the filth they say about me. Yeah, <laughs> not not harming anybody, but they're making people happy. They'll say, no, fuck fuck those guys just yeah. because they're jealous that it's not them. Yeah. Krusty's annoyed that Bart's going to be late. You know, walking my back to get rid of the tension. Everyone walks in his back. I shouldn't let this bother me. I'm in television now. It's my job to be repetitive. My job. My job. Repetitiveness is my job. 
I am going to go out there tonight and give the best performance of my life. The best performance of your life? The best performance of my life. Very similar to, this town is a part of us all. A part, part of, of us all. all. Part of us all. See, it works because we remembered it. But then finally arrives. Krusty's giving him shit just before he sees he's there. Yep. And gives a gives probably his best performance. His most enthusiastic performance. Mm. And nobody cares. I didn't do it. Huh? <laughs> <coughs> I didn't do it. Ladies and gentlemen, the clown show has been put on hiatus for retooling. Did you notice in the audience there's a massively similar to Mr. Burns characterization? No. Um, go back and I don't know if you've got it plugged in your computer at the moment. So I've just played it. Krusty is introducing Bart. He's walked through the curtain. A lot of these days he's doing curtain now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Really yeah, does. right there. Yeah. Slightly shorter nose and also a little bit Col- younger. Col- but Col- outside of the-, the president that moves into Homer after, um, is it Ford? Gerald Ford. Yeah. Yeah, less just of a chin than Ford, but chin. similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It does look like Burns. It's funny how that kind of stuff slips through the cracks sometimes. Yeah. Granny would be all over it, especially if you had the, um, the five o'clock shadow. Is that mm. what they'd call it, I guess? Uh, yeah, I suppose. Not a beard, but you yeah. know. But yeah, good spot. As we said, though, no one cares. Yep. Everyone's like, and Bart sort of <laughs> Bart goes to the catchphrase bank. Yeah, was a wazzle. So was a wazzle. What makes is that think one is, passes for entertainment? What makes me think is that I like to think that we haven't seen this, but Homer walks up and he goes, "If that doesn't work, use wazzle wazzle." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's guaranteed laughs. So Bart just sort of trusts his dad. Says wazzle doesn't work. Everyone's like, I "Can't believe what, that's that's comedy these days." Looks at Krusty. Krusty's like, "I don't know. Mm. I don't know what to do." And don't worry, kid. You just finished. Yeah. <laughs> and Happens to everybody. Good throwback to the box factory. You'll wind up being some schmo in a box factory. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Pushes him outside. And before Bart can even finish his sentence, Krusty has slammed the door and his career is done. Yep. And, th- and then he's walking home and he hears the guys hanging shit on him on the radio, which is kind of harsh. Yeah, it is. It's similar Boy, to... Boy, didn't get all... Again, like, and that was the bit where I... What we spoke about at the top of the episode, but that was a bit where I was like, oh, didn't that get old fast? I'm like, but you guys would have been talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Like... You know, it's not his fault. That you would have wanted him on as a guest last week. Yeah. I wonder why they... I thought they might have in this episode, just thinking about it now, hmm. introduced a new fad that's taken over Bart's role. Like, Bart's not funny anymore. Here's, yeah. a, here's something else, because that's sort of showing the way the people move on. Yeah. yeah. To something else that's even ridiculous as well. Yeah. They didn't really go down that path. No, though. they didn't. Uh, yeah, you're didn't right. Didn't need to, but... No, it, it could have it underscored that point, though, yeah, if they had gone, you know, up next, it's the... Screw it, it looks like Abraham get off Lincoln. my Get off my lawn, man. <laughs> so then Bart's home, and Marge being the loving mum that she is, she saved all of his merch. So yep. Bart can look back in time and say, was it remember when you were the world's special little guy? Such a yeah. Marge line, but it's really, really nice. And Lisa says, you know, you have to be the one-dimensional catchphrase person that you were becoming. Hi, caramba. Hi, Leo. Excellent. If anyone wants me, I'll be in my room. What kind of catchphrase is that? Overall, a fantastic episode. Mm. I remember it being great, and it's lived up to the expectations. Yep. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Cannot possibly go on air without having a Danish. That is true. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase that slightly. Danish has run the entertainment industry. You reckon? Be you reckon crust- still, reckon be still crusty, Danish, is it? Be it crusty? Uh, I reckon now it might be more of like a... Um, something healthier. Something Chai latte. No, nah, like almond croissant. 
covered in what kind of jam? No, no, they have like an almond paste filling and then ah, of course, almond yeah. flakes on top. Sorry, it's, it's nuts. You wouldn't know. What, what not you, allowed in this house. Yeah, exactly. But what have you got analogy then? It's going to be something that's non... Um, it's going to be appealing to everybody. What? It's like fucking quinoa donut. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that you must listen harder when you're wearing a towel. Yes. Jamil! Jamil is here! Ooh. Now it's time for the mailbag. The mailbag is in. And one thing that we've had come through, Dando, and it gave me so much joy through the week. Too many people have written in to actually attribute it to anybody. Um, but cast your minds all the way back to last week of, what was our episode? The Cat Burglar? Home of the Vigilante. Home yeah. of the Vigilante. Thank you very much. One of my favourites. Where I suggested that Booker T might perhaps be a rapper. Oh, yeah. Because of the fact that Ice-T was there. And you jumped on me like I was scum with Booker T. He's a wrestler. How do you not know who Booker T is? Booker T is like one of the most famous wrestlers of all time. How could you not possibly know that? Actual dramatisation. So, so, hang on. <laughs> dramatisation may not have happened. <laughs> Well, I went back when I was editing. The, what I meant was that I thought they'd made up the name Booker T. Okay. And then Booker, but Booker T turned out to be the wrestler. Right. Because you, you to this day had. I was just. I was more dumbfounded that you didn't know who the wrestler anyway, was. Anyway, Booker T. I wasn't trying to say the writers were, inc- were referencing the wrestler. I was just dumbfounded that you didn't even know who Booker T at all was. Booker T, musician from the 60s. Yes. So there we go. Much closer to my field. Even though we were both wrong, I was a little bit more right. <laughs> you still don't know the five time WCW champion, though. That upsets me. The Rock? What? <laughs> five-time WCW. Five-time. 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 Five-time WCW champion. It doesn't matter how many times you were champion. <laughs> oh, they did that. That's my only catchphrase. <laughs> First thing dropped me on the fourth one, though. Yeah, it sorry. doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, what's the mailbag? Um, okay, we've got a question and uh, my two cents from Taylor Frank. Okay. Taylor Frank. Uh, Taylor, who is currently in Cleveland, Ohio. The other day, um, I was listening to Cleveland Rocks. I did not know that that was sung by the President of the United States. I did know that, yes. I only knew it from the Drew Carey show. Okay, yeah. Um, I never actually knew it was them. What a song. Yeah, fantastic. All this energy calling me. It's it's like Ben Ben Folds in Adelaide. Like, just someone... Doing a great song about all the little chicks with the crimson lips. Yeah. Go Cleveland Rocks, Cleveland Rocks. So great. Ohio. Anyway. Um, that, that's actually Drew saying that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, that bit I know. But I, I can only hear the song with Ohio. And whenever the they do a gig, they have to make sure they have Drew saying, Ohio, yeah. over the top. Yeah. No, Drew comes to every gig. Oh, <laughs> does it? Skinny Drew or Fat Drew? <laughs> uh, whatever he is these days. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't put on weight just for the gigs. <laughs> comes out in a fat suit. Taylor's question for us. Uh, what is our favourite post-Golden Era season? For the purposes of this quiz... Season or episode? Actually, it says season. Okay. I told you episode, so yes. I apologise for that. <laughs> <laughs> for the purposes of this question, the Golden Era ends after season 11. So, what is your favourite post-season 11 episode? I believe it's season 13 or 14. I'm just going to look up on the old Wikipedia. Mm. So, you didn't watch The Simpsons after like 11, did you? So, you, don't, no. you can't really have a favourite. I was going to say Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> Home of the Mode's a good episode. Uh, Sweet and Sour Mudge. Jaws Wide Shut's also great. Weekend at Burns is, is Jaws very Wide funny. Shut the one where he like has to try and eat a steak through a straw? Does that happen? Can't remember. He gets his jaws. Yeah. He gets his mouth broken. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure about the steak part. Can't quite remember that. Um, so it's not season 13. I think it must be season 14 that I would like the most. I'm not going to include season 12 because it's too close to the golden era, as yep. he's put it. Yep. Yeah, for looking through the episodes of season 14, I think season 13 would be my favourite. Season 13 is yep, your yep. favourite. Cool. 
uh, he's also contributed to my two cents story. So a buddy of his at university, he, I'm so upset that he doesn't name him because he's still friends. And I would have liked to have been able to play this guy's story. Yeah. Um, it was always well-intentioned, but would pinch every penny at the expense of his housemates. Mm. So, one day, his dad drove down and bought groceries for the entire house, letting everyone in the house know that it was on him. Great thing for the dad to do. That's yeah. a really good dad. Everyone thanked him and he went back home. By the end of the week, his buddy was asking for everyone to chip in for the groceries that his dad had bought. So, he was trying to be like, you know, can you give us tw- 20 bucks for those groceries? And, he and he had, no, he's not going to pay his dad nothing back. to do with. <laughs> Which is, I mean, cheap or just for- forgery. <laughs> it's a scam artist. <laughs> uh, fortunately, nobody paid him. Second, at the end of the semester, while he was packing his things, he decided that the communal hand soap and toilet paper were his and packed them away. So, end of semester. Why would you, why would you even want to take that? He's obviously gone home for the end of... F- a good question. Why would you take home- anything communal? Why would you want to take that he's home? Gone home for the- <laughs> he's gone home for the end of semester... Holidays and just left them with no toilet paper or soap. Who is this? Tell them right back. I've got tell no the, name. Tell them to send the name. Well, Taylor's they, listening. They deserve to be Taylor. This person deserves to be shamed. Yeah. Turns out it's Taylor. I'll devote five minutes. You no, know, well, once had a house, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, uh, Brad Woodward writes in. I'm not going to read the whole email out, but it's in regards to using obscure Simpsons references. Mm-hmm. Um. He's a. He works as a high school teacher in Western Sydney. Um. There's a colleague of his that would have a Friday math class. Um, sorry, a colleague of his would have to take a Friday math class for an aging teacher who needed to reduce his hours because um, he was pushing to, uh, pushing 72 years old. Guy would often tell stories that went on and on and on and went yeah. nowhere. All of the other teachers in that school started taking to calling him Onion Belt. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's a quality nickname. <laughs> OB. Yeah, OB. <laughs> And uh, a real quick one. This is uh, Ellie, uh, Eric. We uh, wrote an, uh, we read an email out from Eric recently. Eric Lutringer is the name. Um, I had fun trying it to pronounce correctly. it. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so he, he actually came up with a new segment idea. Hardly a segment idea, but it's like an alternative title to the episode. Um, oh, that is cool. Yeah, I yeah, don't so mind So, for that. example, Home, Home of the Vigilante, uh, the you could call The Unsolved Mystery of the Big T. So, we have to try to come yeah. up with an alternate title for the episode that was just Starting watched. next week, we'll do it. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll try to throw one out. Um, so, The Simpsons, quite often, they incorporate movie titles movie titles, or sort of parody stuff. of some sort. I was wondering if I could try and be that clever off the top of my head. But I reckon we could just go with... Something fugitive-related? Because they had that... No, 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 no. No, like... That's well, not, not, not a small... Not the, yes, that's small the episode. To it. it would have to be... Um, Okay, the, I'll, I'll accept that I'm not going to come up with the most clever thing possible. So, uh, was that hard for you? What was that? Accepting that? Accepting that I wasn't <laughs> going to be as clever as possible. Yes, I am almost <laughs> like there's a big part of my brain refusing to say whatever words coming to my head. No, not not good enough. Not good enough. Um, today, Junior. I don't know. Boxes, catchphrases, and videotape. That'll do for now. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> it's something, at least. <laughs> it's words. <laughs> something finally came out. So, thanks for listening Shit, to If review. we were on radio then, I, you will have edited a fair bit of that out, and thank God. But if we were on radio... I would have said something. You know how if like X amount of silence goes to where the emergency con- song kicks in? Yeah. That would have just happened. <laughs> Everybody loves the clown. <laughs> so why why don't you... you? Thanks for listening to our review of Bart Gets Famous. Love to hear what you thought of the episode slash review. 
mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. Let us know what you think of the show. If you're a new listener, we're getting a lot of new listeners running through to us lately. Mm-hmm. Love to hear from all of you guys. Please rate and review us in the iTunes store. That is very, very important. Just got to jump onto iTunes. Yep. Five stars if you love the show. Uh New $5 plus patrons will be read out on next week's episode. Yes, that is true. And and as we said last week, the Patreon this last month, they got access to movie reviews of The Prestige. Yes. And we reviewed Mother Simpson. If yes. you listen to our review of Mother Simpson, it's $2 plus on our we Patreon did, page. We did a top 10 of events taking place outside of Springfield and top 10 road trip movies. Top 5. Top 5 top road five. trip movies. Yes. My apologies. Um, this month, what do we want to do? What episode? We'll take um, your suggestions. Mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. Yeah. Let us know what uh, premium review you want us to do. Yep. Or and I believe we were discussing the idea of doing another Christopher Nolan movie. Because we're I doing really the ba- enjoy the, the Batman films. The Batman yes. films, yes. So we're going to do them in order. The Batman Begins will be the next one. Yeah, we'll one. do Batman Begins for May. And we'll pick a top 10 and we'll let you guys know next week. Or let us know what top 10 you want us to do. Mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. Thanks again for listening to our review. Next week is Homer and Pooh, an episode I have not watched in a very, very long time. I'm looking forward to it. Mitch, any final words for the listeners? I'll be in my room. Shh. Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea, and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting.